Well, tragically, our part of the world continues to be in the news for all the wrong reasons. Of course, we've got a 75-year-old man in a critical condition after a brazen daytime robbery uh, where he's allegedly knocked to the ground by perpetrators out the front of Grand Central, 5 o'clock in the afternoon. Story today, uh, we've got a well-known family business jeweller in Rose City Shopping World, $35,000 worth of jewels broken uh, into Monday night, brazen attack once again. Uh, The crime rate's in our part of the world is absolutely out of control. And so we're getting very little response from the actual state government in this part of the world. But uh, we have been speaking, of course, to our local members uh, over the last few days. David Janetsky, member for Toowoomba South, member for Toowoomba North, Trevor Watts, who joined me yesterday uh, and joining me in the studio this morning. And I'm very thankful for uh, him giving us uh, the time is the uh, leader of the state opposition, David Christofuli. Good morning. Good morning, Lee. And thank you for your time. Obviously, this is impacting our region in the most negative way. Uh, we just recently received uh, an accolade of being one of the most welcoming cities in the country, and yet we're now being looked upon as one of the crime capitals of Queensland, and Queensland itself as a state is under siege at the moment, uh, and yet very little seems to be being done to try to curb this from the current government. It's almost as though the government is refusing to admit that we have a youth crime crisis. They don't want that to say that to come out of their mouths. And that's not the experience of Queenslanders. And you're dead right. This is a great city. It's a diverse city. It's a cultural city. I love coming here. Um, what you need is a state government that understands that as a result of changes they made in 2015 to water down the act, they created a generation of repeat hardcore youth offenders. And those young people are now wreaking havoc across the state. And to see the decline in safety in a beautiful city like this, it, it breaks your heart. And people, good, honest people, have had enough and they want to know, by all means, that young people who fall through the cracks and go off the rails early, they want to know that they can have early intervention and help turn their life around. But at the other end of the scale, at the here and now, we've got a generation that are destroying the fabric of communities, and it has to end. And the Premier has been on leave for a long time. She came back to leave. We said, recall Parliament. Let's go in there. Let's fix this act that was broken in 2015. But oblivious. It's it's almost as though they just don't get how big the problem is. And we're not going away on this, Lee. It's a big deal. And we're going to keep raising it until change comes. And and what we would like to see is the Premier to come and, and actually talk to some victims here, actually talk to local businesses. And Trevor, uh, that's exactly what we called on yesterday. And that's what you called for yesterday. Uh, we're behind the campaign. The Chronicle is behind the campaign. Uh, we are all on board in this city to ask the Premier again, to come to the Garden City and surrounds, I mean, as I say, this story out of Warwick, horrendous, uh, to come here and talk to our local people and talk to our police and find out what is needed on the ground. And and also places like Emerge and others where we do have those programs in place to try to nip this in the bud from the early days as well mm. that are, you know, dreadfully underfunded and under-resourced as well. So there's no point in saying, well, we could do all of this, well, we, we, but it's not happening on the ground. No, look, we, we have some great organisations on the ground here that 
that receive very little funding from state government. But now yesterday and, and, and over the last few days, I've been calling for the Premier repeatedly to come to town and address uh, our crime crisis here in Toowoomba. Uh, this all started, you know, over 18 months ago. Yeah. Um, and I've been calling since then. Uh, she's refused to come. But worse than that, she's refused to act. And uh, I, I spoke to Dave Christopher the leader of the opposition, my boss yesterday, and uh, he immediately said, I, I will come up. I want to talk to some victims. I want to hear their stories. I want to understand exactly what's happening from the perspective of the people of Toowoomba. So, look, it's great that he's come here. Yeah. But I'd much rather be talking about our space program or our wonderful businesses than the crime crisis that the Premier has built by her inaction, in fact, worse than inaction, her action of actually weakening the legislation. And that's exactly what people are, are crying about right now, that, you know, it has become such a scenario that these brazen offenders know exactly the, the rules and the law. They know exactly what inaction will happen to them once they get to the magistrates. And again, as we've talked about, and, and David, I know you feel exactly the same way, that we, it's all right to boost our police numbers. We need that to happen and we, we praise that. But there's no point in having double the police force if when they get in front of the magistrate, the, the, the laws aren't there to allow the magistrates to act appropriately for those that continue to offend. We're asking police to do the job with one arm tied behind their back. And across Queensland, the growth in police numbers haven't kept pace with the growth in crime, in law and order. In fact, they've actually gone backwards across the state in real terms. But worse than that, as you say, we've watered down the laws. The laws were watered down. One of the first acts they took when they come to government in 2015 is they watered down the laws. And that has fed a generation that it's so brazen that they post on social media. They post themselves counting money on the on the steering wheel of a stolen car. They taunt police to chase. Now, uh, I am here today to listen to, to victims, but we're also here to put the spotlight on this. Now, we've heard a lot of talk about you know new measures and uh, that, that will be debated in Parliament when we eventually go back at the end of February. Unless you have consequences for actions built into the Youth Justice Act, unless breach of bail is an offence, you're not going to change the psyche. You're not going to send a message to these young kids that there's got to be a consequence for bad behaviour. It's not there at the moment. And communities are being ripped apart and we owe it to them to stand up for them and have a crack. And uh, I hope the message gets through. One way or another, change is coming. Either the government gets embarrassed into it and they make the change that's needed, or this becomes a pivotal focal point of an election at the end of next year. Now, I don't want it to go that far because we'll have another couple of years of heartache. But one way or another, change is coming. David Christofoli, uh, the opposition leader for the Queensland Government. Thank you very much for your time. And uh, Trevor, thank you too for popping Thanks, back Lee. in again this morning. An integral, uh, a very, very important conversation that we will continue to have.